Dish here on My Talk 1071. I'm Stephanie March. I'm Stephanie Hansen. And we are live broadcasting in Burnsville at Southern Lights, right down off of Highway 35W. Yeah, and 13. <laughs> How did I get here this morning in the in the uh, in the blustery musty driving? We are uh, we are broadcasting live and we are here to do some uh, good work. We are we are being surrounded by twinkling lights of pink and white, and it is a really great space to be at this point right now in the morning. Yes, and you can stop by. You can make a donation if you purchase anything today. Eight percent of your proceeds will go to the American Cancer Society. And if you are wanting to join Team Alexis, you can donate to Team Alexis or email Team Alexis Twin Cities at gmail.com for the Making Strides Breast Cancer or Cancer Walk. It's not specifically just breast cancer. Right. Right. But hey, but there it is. Yeah. So at this point of the show, we tell you two things that we are feeling fairly obsessed with this week. Give him the old one time. That's it. That's what we do. We talk about a couple things that we are loving. And uh, do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? No, I will go first because I'm excited to share this with you. Okay. I had a Japanese gin. Yes, you did. And... I think I read an article about this maybe in Bon Appetit, how like obviously the Japanese have crafted whiskeys and everybody talks about the Japanese whiskey market. And now they're moving into kind of that gin space and gin is sort of my jam. Mm-hmm. And obviously it still comes from the terroir, the beautiful water, the beautiful botanicals that they're able to bring to the gin. And I had a gin that I really liked that I was like, oh, I could just totally make this my Nika? new favorite gin. No, it was called Roku. Oh. Roku Gin. Okay. And I had it at Town Hall Brewery. Okay. It was in a drink that they made for me. And it was like, um, it was like drinking. This is going to sound so weird. It was like drinking a watery, beautiful flower. Yeah. Like it had a real floral, but it wasn't like drinking a flower or smelling a flower but I could definitely taste it but it was watered down enough that it was just like this sort of like ah, ah. it was like spring it was lovely well I yeah and I mean I've the Nika gin that I have is um, kind of that sort of like very light and springy feel to it yeah but let's be clear like whatever the Japanese are gonna touch they're gonna perfect like that's just the way of the way they take in the food space the what they did with whiskey it's even what they did with beer you know they brought a German brewer over and in Sapporo and then they they I do l- like Sapporo I beer. know and they learned how to do it and then they're like we're just gonna handle this now we're just gonna make this a hundred times better than anything you could do so I love it I love it I love and I hope that they move into other distillates I mean I hope you know sake was kind of the longest running thing in Japan but that's a brewed item and then there was a lot of shochu which is sort of this you know fermented beautiful spirit but this is the fact that whiskey is going to lead to gin and then it may lead to brandies and all other things you know it's kind of interesting i love the way that they do that so it's roku r-o-k-u gin i think you can find it at certix i'm not sure about the other liquor stores like i said i had it in a drink right um but they brought the bottle out for me because i was like what is that yeah what is yeah. that feeling that i'm having with this delicious drink oh 
so good, so good. Uh, all right, so my first one I'm going to tell you is uh, I was at Snack Bar last night, and this is the new um, space of Isaac Becker and Nancy St. Pierre, who own Bar La Grassa and Birch Steak and 112 Eatery, and they took over the Bewitched space next door. And I have to tell you, this is my favorite thing. So, you know, we talked about it, that they were doing this new pizza you know, kind of place, and then they basically... Um, you know, you never knew what it was going to be like. I kind of wondered if it would be more like the downstairs at Birch, which is a little bit more casual and like, you know, kind of New York-y fun. It is not that. It is not that at all. It's very kind of the. It's kind of dark and these big red booths and you know, like kind of low lamp lighting. It's very elegant but not stuffy. I thought the room was beautiful. Yeah, it's they've completely redone the Beach Space and, and created a very long bar, you know, kind of which is the central piece of it. There's not a ton of seats. It's not like there's a giant dining room area even. So it's, but it's, but here's my favorite thing. It's a slice shop. Like when you cut down to the quick of it, they are making this beautiful crust and then you, and so they bake off, a, they par bake off a bunch of crust and then you order a slice and you can top it however you want. Like, so you order a $4 slice of pizza and then you say, but I want, um, I want this sauce on it and then I want these three items. I want Kalamata olives and I want Calabrian chilies and I want Robiola cheese, which is what I made last night. So good, and I thought that's a deal. Like that's like that's I would that's an that's a fun little cheap sort of under ten bucks way of having a giant really good, really high quality ingredients slice. I really liked the pizza. Yeah, I had um, like four different things there, and the pizza was my favorite. That yeah. crust was really unique, and I liked it. Yeah, it was crisp on the bottom, but sort of still puffy on top. It had the puffy edge, yeah, and it was tangy kind of. Yeah, I really and I love pizza. And there's lots of different types of pizzas. And if you just said to me, like, oh, do I need another pizza place right there? I would have been like, maybe not. But boy, if you're going to put one there, it should be theirs because they did a great job. They did a it. great job. And it's beyond that. They, and they are working. They don't have a gluten free crust right now, but they are working on it because they have been mastering this crust. So it's hard for them. To, you know, they have to kind of get it to where they wanted it. And then they can see if they can get it gluten free. But they uh, they have uh, a lot of small plates. Like the other side of the menu is all these small plates. I had the prawns. Okay, we didn't get the prawns. I just realized we they didn't were get really the good. Yeah. Um, I also had something that was delicious, but maybe a little overpriced, which was the uh, Belgian waffle with the prosciutto on it. Yep. It was, I think, oh, I want to say nine or ten bucks for this little Belgian waffle, but the taste was fantastic. Yeah, I re- I had that too, and I liked it. Yeah, I don't remember what it was. The thing that we loved the most was the pork in tonado sauce. So pork, they had this little beautiful pork shoulder that had been sous vide. Uh, so it had that sort of unctuous fattiness to it, but it was soft and lovely. And so not like braised and pull, it was just, and then they over the top the tonado sauce, which is a tuna sauce. And it, God, it was so good. It sounds weird. It's tuna on pork? Well, it's not like an actual piece of tuna on pork, but it is a tuna sauce, like a tonado sauce. You know, like, have you ever had... It's a Spanish thing, actually. So is it like capers and olive yeah. oil and garlic? Yeah, and, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it's just... It was... We ordered a second one because we ate I it so fast. And we were like, well, we're going to need another one of those. I would coach you if you're going to get the waffle to order two right away because yeah. they're small, but yeah. they were delicious. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, that's it. It's the, it's tiny plates and stuff like that. So that was my second one. Okay. Or that was my first one. What's your second one? My second one is I spent some time today at, or spent some time this week at uh, Big Watt Coffee, which is the mothership of the five watt coffee branches. Yeah. And they make a caffeinated seltzer. Yes. It was fantastic. Was it? I loved it. 
I loved it. And it turns out that they are also bottling it or making it for, or co-packing it, I guess, as it were, for Lunds and Byerly's. They're going to have a, it, I had the peach mango. It's like the equivalent of a cup of coffee, but it's in a hard seltzer can. Yeah. Tall, slim can. So delicious. No aftertaste. It was great. I had it like in the middle of the afternoon. And I definitely noticed the caffeine. It so was it's, great. It, so it's not it's not alcohol. It's no. not like a hard seltzer. It's, it's just, just a soda water that has caffeine in it. Yeah, and that's it was a, really tasty. That's a that's a thing coming. A lot um, of people are moving towards that. Yeah, like and the bigger players are too. They're making two some CBD infused drinks um, that have twenty milligrams of CBD oil in them. Mm-hmm. So it's also got terpenes, but. I think for a lot of people, that's going to be a revolutionary thing because you may drink one of those before you go to bed. Yeah. And maybe it'll help you sleep. Right. Um, so that was really interesting. <sighs> I don't know. Huh? All of this, like, it's finding it, a way to get stuff into your body via seltzer. When I was there and I looked at the literally 20 different things on the production line, I was like, wow, this yeah. is happening. They are definitely a company that puts innovation in the front yeah and you can find these drinks at five watt coffee yeah um and they are going to be they'll obviously be there but they're also manufacturing them on a larger scale and five watt is also is not just in kingfield but they're also at ken case don't forget that yes good okay so here's the thing that i was gonna be excited to talk about today but i can't talk about it fully yet because it didn't come until this morning (laughs) so i was gonna play around i got you guys an air fryer lid for my instant pot can you even? Are you? This is the weirdest reaction I've gotten from you ever. She's just silent and looking at I'm me. I'm like trying out. to process. So, so here's you what didn't it does. have to buy a whole new pot. I did not buy a whole new pot. I did not buy an entire no, an air fryer. I did not. I bought a lid that is called. I think it's called the Mealthy, and I'm going to give you the full review on it next week because I have to go play with it. But I was going to play with it last night. But basically, it's a lid that you that moves into the top of your air pressure pot and then controls thing from controls it from the lid. So you don't you're not even using your stuff. You're not using the controls of the pot. The pot is just the vessel. Do you understand? The pot is just the hot air. Yeah. And then it's using it's 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 the vessel from where it goes, and then the controls on top of the lid is what's controlling what's going on. Yeah. So it's dispensing and it's using it, but it fits on your instant pot so that you don't. And it comes with a little basket and it comes with tongs and a little trivet. So it just takes your instant pot and creates and uses it as to a space. Make an air fryer. So now I have a. And so I also then don't have to have two hulking pots, right? Because I don't want to have an instant pot in an air fryer sitting next to each other. Okay. So now I just have a lid. I feel like this is like 911. Get on this. I don't know. We're going to see though. It could what if be, it sucks? Well, then I want to know. Yeah. Because this could be the holiday gift of the season for our instant pot friends. I know. So I have to run it. I'm going to run it through its paces tonight. I looked at the little, I looked at the app. So it comes, you have access now to an app now that I have that delivered. And um, it comes with like a couple recipes. Like I can do air frying chicken. I can air fry avocado slices. Why? I Why would anybody fry avocado? Come I don't on. Know. Well, they're kind of creamy. But, but maybe broccoli. But you could, yeah. Well, I mean, like, or you could do... A cauliflower? Yeah. And like, I think you, you can crisp things up. Like, you can do a rotisserie type chicken. You know, you do your chicken in your Instant Pot, and yes. it's like... Rubbery. And it's mush. Yeah. There's not a lot of sexiness to it. This will brown it and give it a little bit of a skin situation. I had a... I love the skin. And I had a funny... Uh, Holly, Colleen, and Bradley were talking this week, and they came up with the verb of something I'd never heard before that is my life and it's called 
carcass picking. <laughs> and I was like, what is that? And then they described like how you buy the rotisserie chicken yeah. and you don't even like put it on a plate. Oh. You just open do, the do, lid do, do, and do, start do. picking off the skin and yeah. carcass picking. Yeah. That's a that's like a, a verb. Yes. It well, was delicious. <laughs> and I was laughing. How about just carcassing? Yes. Actually, it's like to carcass, to carcass, to carcass, right? Yep. Yep. We got to take a break. All right. We're going to take a break. You guys, when we come back. We are going to talk about some things that are, uh, we're going to talk about doing some good in the world. How about that? Yes. All right. We'll be right back. This is the Weekly Dish. We're brought to you by El Burrito Mercado. We are live out at Southern Lights. Oh, it is the Weekly Dish. I'm Stephanie Hansen. Hey, I'm Steph March. And there are lots of fun things that are happening out here, so I want you to come out and join us. Let me just give you the list. There's A, delicious cookies. Yes. B, coffee, water, fun people. C, tons of lights. D, if you buy any of the tons of lights or the home accents, 8% of everything you purchase is going to go to the American Cancer Society, which is excellent. Amazing. Alexis Thompson is here. She's making these cute little headbands, so she's getting all crafty. And you can sign up while you're here to join Team Alexis for Walk for Strides. At the Mall of America next weekend. Okay. I just had to think two weekends. Two weekends. Thank yeah, you. When? Sorry, my brain was slower than I my mouth. Where, why the stoppage? Uh, so you can join Team Alexis or donate at TeamAlexisTwinCities at gmail.com. They're available right now and they're on site and they'll send you a link to donate or to sign up. Also, free mammograms. We just heard about a woman that is in her 70s and has never had a mammogram that is going out right now to get her Do first it. mammogram. Do so. It. It is free mammograms out at Southern Lights. We're at Highway 13 and 35W South. Right off of the frontage road there. Yep. And lots of fun things happening. Oh, and there's a silent auction. Yeah, there's a lot of things to bid on. You, there's, there's a pizza oven, Stephanie. There is a pizza oven there that is a, 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 like a tabletop pizza oven. It's great. It's not a giant thing you have to install in your yard at all. It can be something that lives in your home. Yeah, so you're going to have to run out there. Yeah. All right, so we it is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Uh, I'm a breast cancer survivor. Lisa Motes here, owner of Southern Lights, is also a breast cancer survivor. And a lot of breast cancer survivors are here. Yep. A woman actually came and said she heard me talk about it on my talk. And she was diagnosed six years ago. She's here today. Oh. And she went to the doctors. She reached out to me. And I don't remember this because a lot of people have reached out to me over the years. Yes. But she went to my same doctor and my same plastic surgeon. So she came here to thank me, which was really nice. So thank you, Jeanette, for coming out. That's lovely. Um, one of the things that happens when you are diagnosed with cancer or you have a coworker that has cancer, because let's face it, sadly, a lot of us will be facing either coworkers or family members or people in our sphere that have cancer, is you want to know like what to do. Yep. And people don't know what to do. And it's... I even, it's funny because even having been through this myself, I still don't always know what to do. So for like Jack Rabel, mm-hmm. our friend from the Lexington who was diagnosed with cancer, I I was like, I don't know what to do for him, even though I tell people what to do. Right. Because for me, that's food. Right. And I'm like, does a chef want me to make him food? And there, it turns out that, yeah, some they of them do, do want it. Yeah. So whether you're somebody like my two neighbors are both um, stage four cancer and neither of them can really cook. So I've been baking them soups and stews and bringing things over. But I was surprised at someone, uh, our friend Molly King reached out to me and said, hey, my parents could use a little help in the kitchen. Is there anybody that like makes meals? And my neighbors that have cancer, they're using um, HelloFresh. Yeah. 
but they don't want to cook it. There's right, so there's a difference. few services yeah. that actually come where the meals are prepared. And so I wanted to just talk a little bit about that because yeah. a few people have reached out to me. Let's do it. So if you are looking for a fully prepared meal, there is like the local crates and the HelloFresh and places where prepared. you can cook them. Yeah, yep. that's not prepared. And that's one avenue. But if you want fully prepared meals, you can go to Open Arms. Yep. So if you are having a cancer diagnosis or you are having HIV or other things that are preventing you from being able to cook for yourself, mm -hmm. you fill out a form, you get a doctor to sign it, and then they will bring you fully prepared meals. Yeah. They also are looking for volunteers all the time to cook these meals. So that's Open Arms. Um, someone also mentioned that Taste of Scandinavia brings or delivers box lunches to their elderly parents a couple times a week. Oh. So you could call them and make some sort of arrangement. Now, a box lunch might be sandwiches and maybe a salad, but that yeah. could also alternate as a dinner, right? Right. It doesn't have to be lunch. No. Um, there's a service in the Twin Cities that is run by friendthatcooks.com. Mm -hmm. And what they do is they come into your home for a half a day and they will leave you with a week's worth of prepared meals that need to be used within the next six days. They're personal chefs. Yep. So they will come in and they will use your stuff and they will cook everything and they will leave it there for you. There's a bunch of personal chefs that you could maybe look up. You know what I mean? Like private, you know, who would do those kind of meals for you, I think. Uh, help me find them because okay. honestly, there's a need for this. And I was and this surprised is not that charity. there's not more. Let's be clear that this is, I mean, this is. You a, would pay. You yeah. Have, you do have to pay for these kind of things. But that's because, I, I mean, there's a difference with that. A lot of people yeah. who are struggling. Um, but this is like, you know, like a me weekly meal prep for with a lot of the private chefs. They do. It's like you think about it. They spend, you know, it's actually it works out really well because you tend to spend like about two, you know, the average like families probably spends 200 plus a week on, on groceries on groceries and that's stuff that you're never maybe even going to use or, you know, stuff that you throw out and it goes bad. But this is like literally uh, this one, your friend that cooks one has a basic rate of $49 per hour plus the groceries and how that that works out. And, you know, if you, the other one that is interesting is it's called Health Junkie. Yeah. And that's Twin Cities based too. And you can um, go online and you order. Like, I want chicken and quinoa. I want the spinach raviolis. Yeah. And you just order them. So that's another option. Hey, just so you know, I just pulled up care.com. So on care.com, they have a list of 10 personal chefs in the air in the oh, Twin Cities. Oh, I did not know that. Yep. So they have Minneapolis personal chefs. Um, you know, their average rate is about 13 bucks an hour, but it looks like there's people who are talking about they're available for, you know, different sort of ways of doing this, like event planning, but personal assistant, private chef. Um, you know, people who grew up in large families and know how to cook for bigger people, or people who are just doing it for kids. And, and, you know, private chef sounds really fancy. It does, but it's not. It's not. If you've got a family of four and you're in breast cancer treatment, yeah. which means that you're sitting in the chemo chair or getting treatment or radiation probably every week and you're getting tired. Yeah. You, it, it, to make that investment, to have them come in, it's time saving. It's peace of mind saving. Mm -hmm. It's giving your kids still healthy foods. This is even like, my sister's a busy mom. Her husband travels. She's a full-time lawyer. She's got two kids in school. They have all the activities. Sometimes she just needs a hand. And instead of reaching for a box of Kraft macaroni and cheese, this is a meal that's already prepared for you that yeah. you can just heat up in the microwave that's going to be nutritious. Yeah. Another service that I have used that I really like is Origin Meals. 
Yes. Now they That's, have yeah. their roots in like paleo or keto or gluten free, but you can still eat those meals if you're someone that just needs a hand and you want to order good quality healthy meals because maybe you're sick yeah. or because maybe you're just a busy person. Seriously, that that's the truth. I mean, like, and that's you know, there's. I just found this one called Farm to Fork, a personal, a personal chef service, and you know they're doing they do in home cooking classes, dinner parties, gifts, but they also do personal chef stuff. You know that it's kind of like um, just to make life easier, but then using really wholesome, fresh ingredients too. And if you you know if you're in treatment or you want to help someone that's in treatment, this helps them. It helps save them time. It helps save them energy. My neighbor, he was like, you know, I love cooking. He goes, but I just don't have the energy for it, and I really don't care about it right now. He's no. like, I have so many other things on my mind, and then dinner time comes, and he's like, I really appreciate that you brought me this mason jar full of soup, and I can just heat it up and quickly eat something. So, and I will tell you that the the last thing that we should talk about is the meal train, which is meal train is if you don't have like it's not it's not about hiring a person to bring you stuff. It's about the community of friends that you have who you know, want to volunteer and want to do something. And Meal Train is an online scheduling assistant for that. So my friend Kelly is suffering from uh, liver disease and he's sort of stuck at his house and he's he's just a single guy, right? So it's like, of course, we all want to make him food, but we also don't want to just like, this is the thing is like people who want to bring food, we don't all want to bring the lasagnas on one day. So Meal Train, so you can go in, it's a free service, you just set it up and then you sign in and you pick the day and you and there's parameters in there of like what, would Kelly like to eat? What can't he eat? Those kind of things. And then what, you know, kind of guidelines so that it's so that I'm not bringing him like beef sandwiches if he is, if he's a vegetarian, you right, know what I mean? Right. So it's just, it's a, and it sends you a reminder. So I've already signed up for November for Kelly and like, I'm going to get a reminder in two weeks and then another one in another week. So meal train is a wonderful, wonderful thing. And I would say too, like if you're wondering what to do to help someone during a hard time, uh, I brought this up before, but Lori Bargini's husband, Casey, sent me a card every single week the entire time I was in treatment. That's 18 months, you guys. Just a funny card. Yeah. And sometimes he would just sign his name, and it would be a funny cartoon, and it would just make me laugh a little bit. And you looked forward to it. I did. And also, like, Bite Squad gift cards, you know, sometimes just for people to be able to order something or... Uh, to have a gift card to a grocery store is also helpful. Like yeah. something. Yes. And that Bite Squad gift cards are big. Yeah, yeah. Something that just, if their worst comes to worst and they're totally strapped, they can just call someone to come and bring them something. Great. So just do something. Do, do something. anything. Here's the other thing. Don't wait for them. Don't say, oh, let me you know, know what? what I can do for you. Let's take a quick break and we're going to come okay. back with that because we have, we're going to continue to roll with a couple of other things you can do to help people out. So All right. We'll great. be right back. This is the Weekly Dish. Mike. Welcome back to the Weekly Dish. I'm Stephanie Hansen. <laughs> I'm Stephanie March. You're Stephanie March. Everything's so high. We are live out at Southern Lights in Burnsville, and the shop girls, Harmony and Allie, will be following us up here for another two hours. So you can come out and make your headband with Alexis or sign up for her team, Making Strides. Um, you can give to the American Cancer Society while you're here. You can get a free mammogram while you're here. You can silent auction shop while you're here. You can buy anything, and 8% of the proceeds will go to the American Cancer Society. Southern Lights is pulling out the stops today. 
Too sure. And if you want to continue to follow us on our journey today, Steph and I will be leaving here to head over to Kitchen in the Market in the Midtown Global Market for the cookbook swap. Yes, and we did get word. Somebody had had pinged us earlier about if there was a place to go get a drink before the cookbook swap and we have been told that salsa a la salsa is open with a bar okay so, so you that's are inside able the to get some margaritas market if you, you want to just park once uh another lady tagged me that she had 14 cookbooks on her flight from wherever she was coming from oh my with, god she's coming with her daughter so she was flying in from somewhere to spend the weekend with her daughter I and they're gonna come cookbooks. to the cookbook swap so she oh had them god. on the plane she had to like bring she an did. entire box of cookbooks. she did that was her carry-on was her cookbooks oh my god so i'm hoping we get to meet her in person today oh excellent that's exciting um also was this exciting last year i remember the someone got the new york times cookbook that was like the 1970s early 80s edition yes that has my favorite um lamb recipe in there for mm-hmm. lamb stew oh yeah and the girl that got it she was like in her 20s and i was like okay here's the recipe you got to make it it's just literally lamb with sherry and garlic yeah and then you put it in the oven oh and then when it comes oh and consomme beef consomme okay then when it comes out you hit it with a bunch of lemon juice and parsley and you eat it over noodles yeah that's pretty much the recipe she had sent me an email later. She was like, oh, my gosh, I finally made that recipe. You're right. It's like one of our family favorites. Oh, my God. It's only in that cookbook that she got from the cookbook that swap. That she got from the cookbook swap. I'm telling you, that is, there's going to be some gems. There are going to be some serious gems to find today. I believe it. I truly do. All uh, right. Go, go ahead. ahead. <laughs> well, we were talking about what what you can do to help people and support people that have been diagnosed with cancer. Yeah. Um, I wrote an article a while back and I just had to pull it up and I just shared it on the Weekly Dish show page um, about what are some of the ways that you can support people that have had cancer. And here's my number one piece of advice. If you love someone and you want to support someone and you're, you're saying like, let me know what I can do for you. Your intentions are good. Your heart is in the right place. But the reality is they're not going to tell you. Right. They don't know. You're putting the burden. And the weird thing is you're putting the burden on them to come up with a thing to kind of. And it's like sometimes they're so exhausted. They can't even think of anything that they need. That's the hard part. So if it's someone that you're close to, just do the thing. Yeah. If it's shovel their driveway, if it's mow their lawn, if it's bring them food. If it's bring them a gift card, if it's write them a card, if it's offer to drive the kids to carpool, if it's, um, they can say no. Yeah, exactly. But, but give them a specific thing. Don't say, what do you need? Just say instead, can I do this for you? And they may say, no, I'm good with that. Then say fine and walk away and that's not a big deal. Or come back with, how about, can I do your laundry for you? How about I clean your house? You know, I can be there at three. Yep, and that's the important part. Yeah. Not, like, I, I have some time this week from 3 to 5. I'd like to come over and help you with some chores around the house. Yeah. Is that okay? Is that okay? Right. Um, I would like to make dinner for your family, and I can drop it off at 1 o'clock on Saturday. Yes. Is that okay? Yeah. I have a friend whose sister is going through stuff, and she's got... She, she has a friend... She has a lot going on. Her dad is sick and her sister's sick at the same time and there's a whole bunch of stuff and I was like, and she has four little children and so I was like, here's what's happening. On Sunday I'm coming and bringing you guys lasagna and this isn't for the kids, this is for you and your husband and that's what you're getting and like, it'll be easy. You can either freeze it or you can eat it that day. Yeah. She was like, oh my God, that sounds amazing. And our friends at Arks Value Village have a great idea. So if you're going to make a pan of lasagna 
And you don't. You can either put it in like a metal pan that they can put in the freezer. I just do foil, which is you can buy the foil pans at the grocery store. Yep, and then it, you can put it in the freezer. Or if you want to actually bring something, go to Arks Value Village, pick up a, a pan that you don't need to worry about them washing, giving it back to you, you picking it up. You just cook your food right in there and bring it to them. There's cheap crock pots, by the way, too. Like, you could go get a cheap crock pot from uh, Arks Value Village and bring them a crock pot full of something. Yeah, I'm, I don't... I I don't want like I don't want someone to give me a machine a that I have I to do. then handle with because then I'm like well now I either have to go donate it or let it sit in my house and then figure that out. Good point. I like I a do. foil when I'm not feeling well. I like a foil thing you can just crumple and throw away and walk away. Or even like Arcs has Tupperware. Yeah. You know, like so that you can just yeah here it is and I don't need to worry about getting the dish back. The idea being that. There's no second opportunity right. to have to right. come back. Yes. No, absolutely. This is um, true. Weeding someone's garden, raking someone's leaves. Like, yeah. one of the things when I was sick, like, I couldn't do any of that, and it hurt my heart. Yeah. Because that's important to well, me. Yeah. And, and it's I just like the expectation that, of knowing that you can't get out there and do it and sort of being like, I'm failing at this too. Yeah. A lot of people get I watched that. my empty planters. Yeah. I watched my weeds that didn't get pulled, my flowers that didn't get cut, and it made me sad. Yeah. Yeah. These are things. These are all good things. Here's another thing, and I want to bring up what something that kind of came around this week that just started, um, is that sometimes it's not about, uh, it's about isolation, and it's about how sometimes people get stuck into a place, and if they're healing or they're kind of, they're sick and they're, they don't want to be seen, they don't want to go out in the world, or they don't want to, you know, they get into this place where they kind of stay they get alone and they get too alone. And w- there's a new place called Provision Community Restaurant that just opened. And it is what I love about them is this is a new this is the model from the One World Everybody Eats Collective, which is an organization, you know, a global organization. Um, the idea that it's a pay it as much as you can or even if you can restaurant. So it's an eatery that's open and they're gonna be serving, you know, dinner twice a night, um, Wednesday through Saturday, or Wednesday Wednesday, Thursday for I'm going to get the days wrong. I'm sorry. I should look it up. Um, But, you know, and then they're basically going to, yeah, it's Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. They're going to serve dinner at five or seven and you can just come and it doesn't, it's not about like, uh, you know, you can pay if you can, but it's really more about here's a place. And if you're kind of struggling and you need, you need a good meal and you need someone else to cook for you and you also need to be among other people, anybody, you can go. I like that because sometimes when you're not feeling awesome, yeah. whether it's emotionally, physically, you don't really want to tell people either. And it's no. kind of anonymous. You could go yes. there and sit amongst other people. There's community tables. There's 30 seats. You can just show up and grab a seat and they'll feed you. They'll give you a big dinner. You can chat with strangers at the table who don't know you, don't know your story. They're open and they're having their own you know, issues. But that's that beautiful thing of like sharing the meal. And then you and they'll never give you a bill and you just you get up and you go. And if you can donate, you should and you will. But if you can't at the moment, it's it's there's it's nothing but love. There's no feelings of badness. Jay Selby's in St. Paul does something cool. It's a, a vegetarian vegan restaurant, basically. And what they do is you can pre buy a wooden nickel that they will use to provide a meal for someone down the road. So it's a real easy way to give. You can also buy anytime there they have what they call the community meal. Yeah. And it's a very inexpensive meal. Yeah. So you can come in there and I think it's like $2. Oh yeah. And you can get a full meal, like a soup, a stew with bread so that it's a way to have community, not have to spend a lot of money yeah. if you're feeling stretched. 
Yeah. No, it's definitely. And then there's the other side of it is, uh, you know, with this uh, this provision community restaurant, they're doing donate. They're taking donations, but they're also trying to combat food waste, like all the food that is being, you know, maybe going to be thrown out or maybe, you know, not you know, pretty enough for human consum- or for the markets. They're taking all of that and bringing it to the the restaurant, and that's what they're cooking with. So they're looking for donations. If you're, you know, if you have, if you know a source, a food source for that kind of thing. But they also have volunteers, and so it's also a way to give back in a lot of ways to people who, if you can't give back to someone who is, you know, is struggling on their own and they don't necessarily know how to ask you, you know, give them the opportunity to bring them to that restaurant. And there was a lot of. Um interesting places and things happening in our community this week with the politicians coming to town and a lot of rancor and a lot of people wondering how they were going to fit into this city of Minneapolis and what this looks like as we move forward. I want to say as we move into the weekend and into next week, I was just so proud of the city. I was proud of the people that protested. I was proud of the people that stood up for their beliefs in the president and went to Target Center. I just felt like this is democracy in action. And I really, there's so many people that are struggling in our world, whether you're helping them or whether you're trying to create change, whatever that looks like to you. I was just proud that people are engaged. That's good. That is true. That's what we do. Yeah. You get engaged and it helps make you feel better and helps others usually in the process, whatever side of the aisle you're on. Yeah. Um, everybody's trying to do the best they can. Yeah. All right, we're going to take a quick break, you guys. We're going to come back. We're going to wrap it up for you and give you the moral of the story, but we're also going to give you some tips and tricks to survive this weekend of fun. We'll be right back. This is The Weekly Dish. Welcome back to The Weekly Dish, presented by our friends at El Perrito Mercado, Minneapolis, and then their location in St. Paul, where they're taking catering information already for the holidays. They have a whole Thanksgiving feast that they can do for you, Christmas feast, office platters, parties, grab-and-goes. They've got it all at El Burrito Mercado. You can find them at elburritomercado.com. That's amazing. Yes. Okay, well, this is where we wrap it up and sort of talk about, uh, do you have a moral of the story for today? I kind of We talked a lot about, like, very emotional things. I figured we should get at it. Yeah, I tweeted something out, and I'll try to put this on our Facebook page, too. There was a list of... Um, immigrant businesses yeah. that you can support that I thought I there were a lot of places on there that I didn't know were owned by immigrants obviously El Burrito's owned by an immigrant family but so that made me want to be more community driven okay I want to like I want to branch out a little. I've been kind of stuck in my own eating food rut. Really? Because I was going to say you get out more than most people. I know. But and I you still, get into places that are new and you try things. I still want to just make sure that I'm always pushing myself a little bit. Yeah. Sometimes I have to push my husband a little too because he gets complacent. But then like we eat somewhere and he's like, oh, this place is great. Yeah. Like Pajarito's like that. In the beginning, he was like, oh, I don't know if I want to go there. Now he's like, can we go to Pajarito? Can we go to Pajarito? That's all he wants to do is go to Pajarito. I, I mean, I hear you. Yeah, totally. I mean, I hear you. Uh, well, I should tell you, though, that then you should be interested to know that it is restaurant week next week. And that means that not only can you branch out and try new things, but there are 
it's like a deal for you to do so. So on Tuesday, I'm having dinner with some friends, and we had a we had a place we were going to go. And yeah. then I looked, and it wasn't on Restaurant Week. Ooh. So I was like, ooh, darn, we're going to switch places. Oh, we're going to go to Raj. Yeah, that's Raj a, Indian. Yeah. Because the they're on Restaurant Indian. Week. Mm-hmm. And they have a $30 dinner and a $15 lunch. Yes, so we're going to check that place out because they're on Restaurant Week. Yeah, no, that's a good idea. And there's a plenty of, and like some of the new ones that you probably haven't, think about like W.A. Frost. Now, I know that's in your neighborhood, but yep. like... You know that they. This is their first time being on restaurant. Oh, and week. that is such a beautiful spot, you guys. It's so cozy and warm. Um, in bloom is on restaurant week. So if you're thinking like you haven't gotten to the cake and case to try Thomas Bamer and Nick Rancone's in bloom, thirty five dollar dinner. What and are I'm, they gonna serve? Oh my god, I gotta tell you what they have this like chicken thigh with barley leek risotto that Yum. I got a bite of. It was delicious. They have uh, a pork chop with rapini. They've got this beautiful pumpkin soup. There's a ton of great stuff. Oh, that sounds you great. You know, Corner Table used to do Restaurant Week, and it was one yeah. of our favorites. This is sort of that next level now. I love so it. So go see there. Also, letting you know that there is a new churrascaria in Maple Grove, which is... I don't know what a, a churrascaria is. A Brazilian steakhouse. Oh. So it's like the meats. It's like a fogo de chão. So it's like, there's a new one in Maple Grove called Grill Hall. It's part of Restaurant Week. Hello. $35 dinner for all the meats and salad bar you can eat. Like, okay, it's not like a couple of course, but like you can hit that salad bar and you can. God, I love a salad bar. But and then like the meats just keep showing up. I want salad bars to make a glorious comeback. Also, I want Lazy Susan dressings where they set the Lazy Susan down on the table with the four dressings that spin around. I want that to make a comeback, too. Okay. I like that. The triad. I like this. I like the salad dressing triad where it's like a thing that you plop down and it's got like one bay here, one bay here, one bay here. Okay, Stephanie, I totally forgot to bring these for you, but I have three salad grill dressings for you. I can't believe you forgot after I totally pinged you. I know. I'll bring them next week. There's a dude ranch. There's a sassy slaw that tastes like creamy Italian that's great. And then there's a um, Caesar. Yeah, these are creamy salad They're girl creamy dressings. Salad girl dressings are they, they ball? V- I mean, yes, like dairy free? No dairy. Which is actually makes them more chef stable in a lot of ways, and so that's they're delicious. What are they using for the like? Is it just uh, lemon juice and I don't know what else? Okay, we'll look at it. Flavoring, skid, deliciousness, skid. Okay, so um, I will tell you that my moral of the story is, by the way, to um, to just do something good like i know we're coming into feast season and we're in we're, we're edging towards our being thankful for things and people jam up the uh thankfulness in one week they do it they <laughs> spread it out people they jam up the soup kitchens and all of the food things on like one day and so what i'm saying is start now start now get your stuff in line go support community restaurants go donate food go work in a kitchen go do something and then that'll count against your 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 karma points for Thanksgiving. That's I love say. it. Yep. Um, the Minnesota, the American beer. I'm not going to say this. Great there, American Beer Festival. Thank you. GABF. There were some Minnesota award winners. Do you want to know the gold medal winners? Sure. Uh, in the why am I so not like I? Why is that like okay? Yeah. Sure. They won gold. I think it's because we're. All, I know how awesome we are as a as a Bruce. Probably That's Barrel why. Theory Beer Company, which Perfect. is in St. Paul, won for the Berliner Weiss category. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bobbing Bobber Brewing Company, which I had never heard of, won for Bach. Yeah, they won a gold medal. Like that's a big deal. Yeah, and then silver medals went to Spilled Grain Brewhouse and Ursa Minor Brewing. So okay. congratulations awesome. to all of them. Uh, so let's talk about what's going on today. I want to point out that Kitchen Window, you guys, is having a garage sale this weekend, and this is important because they're up to seventy five percent off on some items, thousands of gadgets. They're refreshing every day as you're getting ready for feast season. This is a thing you might want to go check out. 
I do love the kitchen window. Knives. I was just there the like, other day. We were just talking about knives on our podcast this last week. Oh, yes. And and gadgets and things like, and pans. I mean, this might be a thing. If you were thinking, yeah, I need to refresh, go to Kitchen Window and see what we they We did got. have a good conversation about cookware yeah. on the second helping of Weekly Dish that we released last Wednesday. So if you ever miss the Weekly Dish show, you can listen on podcast. You can subscribe to the podcast. That way you get... Each of the hours, you get the second helping that we do on Wednesdays. You get the top two in hour two. All of that is there for you. I want to just thank the folks at Southern Lights today. I want to thank Lisa Moats for sharing her story. Mm-hmm. And I want to thank anyone out there that is a breast cancer survivor. I just want to thank you for supporting other breast cancer survivors. If you are a cancer survivor, good on you. Yeah, right. Congratulations. Well done. It's not easy. No, and Sally Forth. And amplify the light, you guys. Yes. Keep going. That's the moral of the story, Steph. Uh, it always Amplify is. the light. Thanks to El Burrito that allows us to bring you this delicious program every week. Ciao, ciao. Ciao, ciao.